0: Welcome to Unsupervised Learning, a security, AI, and meaning-focused podcast that looks at how best to thrive as humans in a post-AI world. It combines original ideas, analysis, and mental models to bring not just the news, but why it matters and how to respond. All right, welcome to episode 396. This is Daniel Miesler. Starting off with security news. Elon Musk's live stream demo of Tesla's full self-driving beta software had a few hiccups, including a near miss at a red light and a casual doxing of Mark Zuckerberg. It basically showed exactly where he lives. He like drove right up to his house, I believe. I watched the video, but I didn't pay attention to exactly where he was and which house was Mark's. But if this is true, that's super rude. Scraped data off of 2.6 million Duolingo users has been leaked on a hacking forum, making it possible for threat actors to conduct targeted phishing attacks. The mass exploitation of MoveIt transfer software has become the largest hack of 2023 with over 1,000 known victims and 60 million impacted individuals. This is basically almost as big as the solar winds and maybe it'll end up being bigger, not quite sure but it's a uh, huge and it's attributed to the Klopp ransomware gang. And it started back in May. And an absolute shock to everyone, Yegevny Progichin. Anyway, he's the guy who used to be Putin's personal chef. And he also led that rebellion against Putin. He, uh, shockingly ended up dead along with everyone else who's crossed Putin and evidently he was blown up in a plane crash. Although I think there's still some dispute on whether it was actually him trying to just disappear. But anyway, Russia says he was on the plane. Leaseweb, a major cloud and hosting provider is busy fixing air quote critical systems after a recent security breach. The company which serves over 20,000 customers worldwide and operates more than 80,000 servers noticed unusual activity in its infrastructure leading to downtime for a bunch of cloud customers. North Korea's notorious Lazarus hacking group is using a new malware strain, QuiteRat, to target healthcare entities and internet infrastructure in the U.S. and Europe. Ukraine is now using cardboard drones, courtesy of Australian company CyPack. They are low-cost Corvo drones, initially designed for light transport and they're now performing reconnaissance missions after feedback from Ukrainian soldiers. Nothing like war and sex to push technology forward. And war being the, the biggest one. Microsoft has warned about a new espionage operation dubbed Fax Typhoon. Sorry, Flax Typhoon. Linked to China's government that's been targeting Taiwanese organizations since mid 2021. Main targets are government agencies, education, critical manufacturing, and IT organizations in Taiwan. But victims have also been spotted across Southeast Asia, North America, and Africa. Cloud Nordic, a large Danish cloud provider, has been hit hard by a ransomware attack, leaving all customers' data lost with the company paralyzed. Kroll, a risk and financial advisory solutions provider, disclosed that one of its employees was a victim of a sophisticated SIM swapping attack. The incident, which occurred on August 19th, allowed the attacker to gain access to files containing personal information of bankruptcy claimants in matters of BlockFi, FTX, and Genesis. Turns out GPT-4, the large language model, is generating code with a lot of API misuses. Recent study showed that 62% of the code generated by GBD4 contains API problems, which could lead to severe problems like resource leaks and program crashes. Hackers are using a tool on Telegram to access and sell personal data, including addresses, phone numbers, and driver's license details, for as little as $15 in Bitcoin. A new malware strain called Wi-Fi Recon is causing a stir because it triangulates the location of infected devices every minute by scanning nearby Wi-Fi access points. The U.S. and China are very close in a global race to integrate artificial intelligence into their militaries with a focus on autonomous weapons and AI tools for target identification. Recent study found about a third of all known contracts in both countries were for intelligent and autonomous vehicles. Canonical is doubling down on its snap packaging format, planning to block .deb versions of apps in Ubuntu. This is insane. No .deb files in Ubuntu? Cannot believe this. Yeah, so c- Canonical and Ubuntu are going all snap, which means the whole, I guess, open source community, Linux community is about to move to something else. I don't, I don't know what the new distro is going to be, but it's not going to be Ubuntu for long AI is now being used to analyze data from license plate scanners identifying suspicious vehicle behavior. In Westchester County, the ALPR system was scanning over 16 million license plates a week across 480 cameras, taking notes on vehicles make, model, and color. The North Korean state-sponsored Lazarus Group is switching up its game, increasing its use of open-source tools and frameworks in the initial access phase of their attacks. In a recent campaign, they exploited the managed Engine Service Desk flaw to deploy QuietRat, which is the Trojan we talked about a second ago. The U.S. space industry is getting hit with more cyber attacks from foreign intelligence agencies, according to the Office of the Director of National Intelligence. And related to that, the U.S. Space Force has activated a new unit called the 75th Intelligence Surveillance and Reconnaissance Squadron, dedicated to targeting adversary satellites. The unit part of Space Delta 7, holy crap, that's a cool name, will analyze potential targets, track them, and participate in target engagement, which could involve disrupting or destroying adversary satellites. some crazy sci-fi shit. Vulnerabilities. Uh, Chrome, yeah, big one. Google's latest Chrome 16 security update tackles five memory safety vulnerabilities, including four that are high severity. Fake email validation NPM package has been found to contain command and control and sophisticated data extraction capabilities. WinRAR has a high severity vulnerability that allows code execution. And the FBI has warned that patches for recent Barracuda email security gateway vulnerabilities have failed and they need to get all those affected appliances offline basically is what the FBI is saying. Technology news. OpenAI just launched ChatGBT Enterprise, a business-focused version of the AI chatbot offering enhanced privacy data analysis and customization options. They're also offering 32k for context and uh yeah, a lack of logging, a whole bunch of different stuff. And that lack of logging is a good thing by the way, for privacy reasons and for non-training reasons. The New York Times got a chance to ride in Waymo's autonomous taxis in San Francisco, and they liked the ride. They found it to be smooth and safe, but a little bit slower than a human driver. And I honestly can't wait till AI is driving more cars. I think humans are just dangerous drivers, but I do worry about the job loss. Decentralized Identity is an emerging technology that aims to give individuals control over their digital identities, but it's not quite ready for prime time. The technology uses cryptographic keys to verify identity. And it's gaining interest from governments in cryptocurrency projects, but still faces a lot of challenges, including the need for government support because of concerns about accessibility and exclusion. Facebook has launched CodeLama, a large language model that uses text prompts to generate and discuss code, aiming to make developers workflows faster and more efficient. Parallels Desktop 19 just came out with some cool updates, including macOS Sonoma integration, design refresh, and new passwordless sign-in with Touch ID. wonder if I could run Windows games on this thing. AI-generated art cannot be copyrighted, says a U.S. district court judge. The decision came after scientist Stephen Thaler tried to copyright, copyright a piece of art created by his AI tool, the Creativity Machine, and he got voted no. Neo4j has introduced vector search capabilities to its database, enhancing its ability to understand relationships across data and context. Stephen King's books have now been used to train AI, sparking a debate about machine creativity. He says, while it can mimic a style, it lacks the genuine creativity of a human, and, but he is still saying that it could happen right. It it could become more creative just like a human, but not yet. I tend to agree. I mean, compared to Stephen King, it's not Stephen King, right? But there are lots of lesser authors that I think it can already emulate. If you're a startup founder looking to raise a venture round this year, it could be rough. There are a lot fewer high valuations than you might've seen in 2021 or 2022. According to new data from CB Insights, there's been a sharp decline in valuations across nearly all startup stages globally. Fine-tuned Code Llama 34B and Code Llama 34B Python models have outperformed GPT-4 on human eval, scoring 76, sorry, 67.6% and 69.5%. This is insane. These models were trained on a proprietary dataset of around. 80,000 high quality programming problems and solutions over two epochs, totaling 160,000 examples. That's cool for code, but I want to see it for more universal and general human things. California's department of forestry and fire protection is using AI to detect wildfires before they get out of hand. The not, by AI badge. This is a really cool badge. It's designed to encourage human content creation and help users identify human generated content amidst predictions that 90% at least of all content online could be AI generated by 2025. That is a crazy number, 90%. LinkedIn's reign as the go-to job hunting platform might be over because X is rolling out its new job posting feature. I don't know. Not sure about that. I think it'll take a while to unseat LinkedIn, especially since it's Microsoft and that's Satya Nadella who is kicking total ass right now. But, uh, I am really excited to see what this whole X thing turns into. I just wish, uh, I wish Elon would get out of politics. That's what I wish. Human news. Zoom CEO, Eric Yuan is sending some employees back to the office saying zoom doesn't allow for much trust building. And this was part of a leak. This came out saying this is why they were doing it. And he said this internally and it got leaked. Yeah. I mean, I think he's right. It doesn't mean Zoom is bad, right? Zoom is the alternative when you can't be in person, but still doesn't look too good for him. The typical American worker is struggling to make ends meet with essential expenses such as rent, mortgage, food, and health costs accounting for over 85% of the median take-home pay. AI platforms like ChatGPT are going to force a whopping 40% of the global workforce to learn new skills in the next three years. This is from a study from the IBM Institute for Business Value, and that's about 1.4 billion people. And here's my question, what guarantees that their reskilled activity is also safe? I've got a talk out that I'm doing right now, and it's it's about this exact thing. It's like, okay, sure you reskilled, but did you really reskill to something that's not vulnerable to AI? Is it something physical? Must be. Millennials are redefining the midlife crisis with less Corvette money and more introspection. According to the Federal Reserve, the median cash that US consumers aged 35 to 44 have in their bank accounts is $4,700. With a median of 60,000 in their retirement account. Okay. That's median instead of mean. Still very low. I don't know what's going to happen to us. Crazy times. U S housing affordability has hit its worst point in nearly four decades. I need to put more positive stuff in the human section. I mean, this is just one after another. It is reality though. So I feel like I'm capturing that. Housing affordability has hit its worst point in nearly four decades. People can't buy homes. And it's because of the surge in mortgage rates, because most of your bill is actually the interest. So if the interest goes up, you can't afford the house. American workers are now demanding an average of $78,000 to switch jobs. Well, and some change, basically $79,000 to switch jobs, which reflects inflation in the job market. This figure, which has risen by 22% over the past three years. New COVID variants, EG5, FL1.5.1, and BA2.86 are making waves, and you should know about them. There's supposed to be a new shout-out soon. I don't know if it covers these. Companies are increasingly falling into a state of KPI psychosis, according to this document here, where decisions are made solely off of numbers leading to a disconnect from reality. Yeah, it's an interesting article. I'm not sure I agree. I would argue that this is actually people using the wrong KPIs. I feel like if you can't manage by KPIs, it doesn't mean you manage only by KPIs, but if your KPIs are sending you astray, it's because you have bad ones. That's that's my view on it happy to be convinced otherwise. Doctors in Wuhan, China knew about the severity of COVID-19 in early 2020, but were ordered to remain silent by Chinese authorities. I mean, yeah. Narcissism, a condition affecting up to 6% of the U.S. population, is more complex than grandiose self-absorption that it's often associated with, can manifest in a variety of different ways, including self-loathing, social isolation, and even antisocial behavior. Americans are increasingly using cannabis and psychedelic drugs with usage hitting record highs last year. And on-demand audio content has finally taken over linear audio in the U.S., according to Edison Research. 50.3% of daily audio is now consumed by those age 13 plus, and it is on on on-demand platforms. Well, forty nine point seven is still on linear platforms. I think that means radio and TV. Although, I guess TV wouldn't be it. Must be, it yeah, must be radio. Didn't get that from the report. Uh, China's economic troubles might not be as bad for the U.S. as you would think. In fact, there could be some benefits for American interests. Yeah, hundred percent. In fact, I think that's mostly the case. If it doesn't cause a global meltdown or cause them to do something rash, which causes a global meltdown and Silicon Valley elites have been revealed as the buyers of an $800 million piece of land in Northern California with plans to build a utopian city powered by clean energy. I feel like this was said like in a bad way, but I keep hearing all these things that are said in a bad way that I'm just like, okay, cool. Like great. Now, if they tell me only certain people can get in or it's not really utopian because it's actually dystopian or something, then I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. That's bad. But if you're telling me I'm building a new cool city and it's going to be awesome and it's powered by green energy, I'm like, go for it. Notes friend and UL member Rezo has launched a prompt injection primer for engineers to clear up confusion around the topic. I've seen a bunch of these um, and I've actually written a couple. And this is the absolute best one on prompt injection itself should absolutely take a look at this one ideas and analysis, young thinking. So I think adopting new things keeps one sharp. I force myself constantly to listen to the latest music. I'm now saying the S word instead of Hey S word, because that's a new thing in the iOS 17 beta. And I regularly explore things just because they're new. Especially cultural trends. I find that many people, even in their late 20s, have already lost a lot of this. They've already started saying things like, oh, that's just how I do it. And I see that as kind of like a death signal. Of course, there are some things to me that are just a matter of taste. And I think that's fine. You know, it's a style thing. And sometimes the old way of doing things is better than the new. And I still listen to my favorite music from childhood. But not all the time. I spend probably 60% of my time exposing myself to new stuff in the world in new ways new music new ideas new ways of interfacing my pet theory around this is that this communicates youth signals to the body and mind it basically says don't shut down the systems we're still here to win and i don't know if this is why i'm still performing at this level which i feel like is a pretty high level and even improving you know at this point I, i've been doing this what like 25 30 years grinding like this. And, and I'm still getting better at it. Or at least I think so. Or I would like to think so. And I don't think I could do this if I didn't have this new sort of exposure, this curiosity to new things, but could also be the math. Might be the math. Discovery. IP. That's a tough one. IP Fuscator. If you Yeah, we'll call it if Blazing fast. Thread safe tool that generates alternative IP4 f- address representations swiftly and without memory allocations. Written in Go. Google Fuzzing, comprehensive resource for fuzzing, including tutorials, examples, discussions, and research proposals. Fuzzing templates, community curated list of fuzzing templates for the Nuclei engine. N8N.io, powerful workflow automation tool that streamlines your work processes and increases productivity by Secrosync, That is a cool name. Bashstack, a web framework that uses bash, awk, set, and HTMX. That sounds horrific. With file-based routing and scripts executed on HTTP requests. Like, I'm excited. I want to go stand it up and play with it, but it sounds scary to me. AWS Chat Plugin and Nifty Plugin lets you chat with your AWS infrastructure directly from your terminal, like having a direct line to your cloud setup. This is super cool. Multi-Vector Retriever, a tool that stores multiple embeddings vectors per document, generated from smaller chunk summaries, hypothetical questions, or manually specified text snippets. Use of LLMs for illicit purposes, threats, prevention measures, and vulnerabilities. Cool paper providing an overview of existing efforts to identify and mitigate threats from LLMs. Scrum is cancer. Santiago, a software developer with 25 years experience, calls Scrum a cancer that renders software teams useless. I met a book. Heartwarming piece about the transformational power of books and reading. Really loved this one. Blogging strategy, Hendrik Carlson, challenges common advice of frequent publishing for bloggers, arguing that investing more time in fewer higher quality posts is better. I think it's a little of both, honestly. Hamilton College has outlined seven common writing mistakes, including misuse of passive voice, improper punctuation in compound sentences, and wordiness. 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 You know if you say a word over and over, it loses its meaning, like wordiness. All right. Excel for threat hunting. Reddit user M Edmondson has shared a newsletter on how to use Excel for threat hunting in your data. JavaScript deminification. Learning GNU AUK, a guide covering basically everything about AUK. Not everything, it's massive, but pretty good one. Web scraping hypocrisy, big companies like Meta and Microsoft are known for their aggressive stance against scraping, but they do it on other people. The chain smokers known for their music are also tech investors with growing interest in cybersecurity startups. I didn't know that, although I have seen them at a bunch of security shows. And the recommendation of the week, I just finished this new book, Outlive by Peter Attia. And I've been recommending to everyone I care about, and that includes you. And it's not just a bunch of health advice. It's also a completely different way of thinking about fitness overall within the context of what you want to accomplish in life. They got this thing called Centennial Triathlon, as I think he came up with. Cannot recommend this book enough. Again, it's called Outlive by Peter Atia, A-T-T-I-A. And the aphorism of the week is children see magic because they look for it. Children see magic because they look for it. Christopher Moore Unsupervised Learning is produced and edited by Daniel Meisler on a Neumann U87 AI microphone using Hindenburg. Intro and outro music is by Zombie with a Y. And to get the text and links from this episode, sign up for the newsletter version of the show at danielmiesler.com newsletter. We'll see you next time. Thank you.